From Trinity Episcopal Cathedral, this is Stations of the Cross, an audio Lenten pilgrimage. The fifth station is led by the Reverend Nancy Gallagher, rector at St. John the Divine in Springfield. Station five. The cross is laid on Simon of Cyrene. As they led him, Jesus, away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country, and they laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. Simon from Cyrene is pressed into a service. No doubt this was an unexpected detour from his plan for the day. Scripture doesn't tell us why he is appointed for the task or how he reacts. The point, it seems, is simply what he does. He serves a man in the hour of his greatest need. Here we remember that, as with Simon, our acts of service, expected or not, appointed or not, eagerly shared or not, carry great weight in the kingdom of God. When we do Stations of the Cross at St. John the Divine, we use a booklet called Everyone's Way of the Cross by Clarence Insler. I'd like to share this with you. The format at each station is that Christ speaks to us and calls us his other self, and then we pray a response together. Christ speaks. My strength is gone. I can no longer bear the cross alone. And so the legionnaires make Simon give me aid. This Simon is like you, my other self. Give me your strength. Each time you lift some burden from another's back, you lift as with your very hand the cross's awful weight that crushes me. We reply, Lord, make me realize that every time I wipe a dish, pick up an object off the floor, assist a child in some small task, or give another preference in traffic or at the store, each time I feed the hungry, clothe the naked, teach the ignorant, or lend my hand in any way, it matters not to whom, my name is Simon. And the kindness I extend to them, I really give to you. Let us pray. Jesus, thank you for this tiny glimpse of Simon from Cyrene, who shows us the cosmic impact of service. Please give us the eyes to see when, where, and who we can serve, and the strength to step into that call even when it causes a detour. Show us, too, how to let others help us. By your Spirit, help us to share our service generously and accept it from others graciously. Amen.
A reading from the Gospel of Mark. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give me in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Here ends the reading. Simon of Cyrene, a poem by Julia Sumner from Linton Prayers. When the smooth glass of our plans is shattered by the flung rock of harsh, unimagined demands, remind us, Jesus, of your last helper, Simon the Syrian. He might have been on his way to the temple rehearsing his litany of sins, face gray with tired shame, sacrifice fluttering in his hands, a gesture never quite enough. Did you have him in your mind at the beginning, before everything, before time? Did your love find him the way water finds a way through stone, washing through him, though the cross still blistered? his skin, and bowed his bones. Help us embrace your interruption, Jesus, even though our once lovely plans, now our shards, painful it may be, it is where you are.
Simon the Cyrian, He Who Carried the Cross, by Cahil Gibran. I was on my way to the fields when I saw him carrying his cross, and multitudes were following him. Then I too walked beside him. His burden stopped him many a time, for his body was exhausted. Then a Roman soldier approached me, saying, Come, you're strong and firm built. Carry the cross of this man. When I heard these words, my heart swelled within me, and I was grateful, and I carried his cross. It was heavy, for it was made of poplar, soaked through with the rains of winter. Jesus looked at me, and the sweat of his forehead was running down upon his beard. Again he looked at me, and he said, Do you too drink this cup? You shall indeed sip its rim with me to the end of time. So saying, he placed his hand upon my free shoulder, and we walked together towards the hill of the skull. But now I felt not the weight of the cross. I felt only his hand, and it was like the wing of a bird upon my shoulder. Then we reached the hilltop, and there they were to crucify him. And then I felt the weight of the tree. He uttered no sound, no word, when they drove the nails into his hands and feet, nor made he any sound. His limbs did not quiver under the hammer. It seemed as if his hands and feet had died and would live only again when bathed in blood. Yet it seemed also as if he sought the nails as the prince would seek the scepter, and then he craved to be raised to the heights. And my heart did not think to pity him, for I was too filled with wonder. Now the man whose cross I carried has become my cross. Should they say to me again, carry the cross of this man, I would carry it till my road ended at the grave. But I would beg him to place his hand upon my shoulder. This happened many years ago, and still, whenever I follow the furrow in the field, in that drowsy moment before sleep, I think always of that beloved man, and I feel his winged hand here on my left shoulder. Stations of the Cross is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in collaboration with priests from across the Episcopal Diocese of Oregon and is made possible in part through donations by listeners like you. To learn more, visit trinity-episcopal.org give and stay in touch with us on social media at trinitycathpdx.org.